0: touch the side quest it's Giorgio and alex coming in cold on this late november night alex how's it going cold <laughs>
1: <laughs> dude i've been wearing um like i have finally broken out my like winter coat and i'm finally breaking out like my thick uh hoodie as well <laughs> so, I'm, uh, I'm...
0: for the first time in my life i'm growing a beard like i was trying to do a mustache for november and then it was kind of coming through but to kind of look like a normal person i needed to grow out the beard with it so this is the longest I've ever gone without shaving, and it's kind of itchy and it's kind of warm, but I'm enjoying it. It's all right. It's it's a winter beard. Whether it'll last, I don't know, but it's kind of just stopped growing now. It's like this really patchy, kind of wants to come through. My 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 beard's at puberty stage. That's probably the best way to describe it. Well, that's all sort of like as far as I can like grow one anyway. So. <laughs> I was watching this YouTube video, this guy, he was like growing a beard for a year and he was like, um, oh, so it was just, it, it was like the first month or something. And like the comments were saying like, this guy's grown more in a month than I've grown in five years. <laughs> it just really made me laugh. Well, yeah, I mean, you,
1: you do get stuff like that, which is kind Some of Some people like... just have
0: the talent, man. It's just, I don't get it. I don't get how you can grow facial hair at such a rate.
1: I guess it's uh, a skill. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but I digress. Anyway, this is not an episode talking about beard growth, although that would be a good episode. We're talking about. It'd be a
1: short episode, though. <laughs> it would
0: be a short episode, like our beards. Um, but yeah, we're talking about streaming services this week. This is actually the the a reshoot of the episode we did a few weeks back that we lost the file for for some reason. It just didn't say, which was fucking annoying. But we're coming back. We're motivated. We're going to re-record it with some new insights, I guess um yeah i mean how are we feeling
1: um i'm feeling good about it because um like it or not uh streaming services are basically going to be sort of like the future really so i mean
0: i think we're timing it quite well because (sighs) apple tv what apple plus apple tv whatever oh what's it called apple tv plus i think it's called um that's just come out disney plus has just released although in america and i think some other places like am like the netherlands has got it for some reason um, but we don't get it till March. But I actually did some research. That is actually because um, of existing contracts with like Sky for Disney movies and things like that. So that's why we haven't got Disney Plus. Ah, UK, that, that it's, makes like, sense.
1: Uh, yeah, it's not I, because I, I,
0: Disney were lazy and didn't want to put it out here. It's just yeah. I was I was
1: legit like, why are, why haven't we got it? I was like, <laughs> like what although, the
0: hell? Although to be honest, I don't know why they just wouldn't release it with the new stuff. Like just you know, I'd subscribe to watch The Mandalorian right now. Like I don't you know. I don't yeah know. i mean everything on there
1: i mean uh, this will tie into later but one of my friends he's been watching it but he's had to pirate it because he's like well i can't yeah, exactly i can't get disney plus so um, yeah, like
0: like yeah. we we all would probably give disney our money to watch it but instead we're all like a lot of people are pirating it and then i don't know i'm sure there could have been a workaround for them to get our money but you know they get enough of money anyway i guess but um I was trying to think about how to kind of frame this episode because there's a lot to kind of talk about and if you really wanted to get deep well I think if we had like three hours we could probably go this deep but I kind of want to avoid I I mean we can kind of loosely relate to it but I want to kind of avoid on demand kind of you know BBC iPlayer Channel 4 OD you know all this stuff I want to kind of try and avoid that I mean it's kind of it is streaming it's a streaming service I guess but I kind of want to focus on kind of the core you know, household streaming services that you know we know. So Amazon Prime, Netflix, I don't know, well, some of the ones, I guess. But I kind of want to focus on that side. What do you think?
1: Yeah, yeah that sounds good. I mean, also, when you think about it, like 4OD and uh, iPlayer, they're, they're technically sort of like free. You just have to kind of register.
0: Yeah, 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 that's true. So we're talking about paid streaming services. That I think that's a good... Thing to focus on that's for sure um firstly before we get into that though and what kind of what what was going on do you remember when netflix first started and it was like you had to you subscribed and you you got sent dvds to your house and, um, that, and then you had to kind of send them back once you'd watched them it was like this really weird thing it was um, so i i
1: didn't but my i distinctly remember my aunt did um well i'm not 100 sure if it was netflix though but i remember she got
0: like I was whole... like a film four one I think as well that did did it.
1: Again, I can't remember if it was Netflix or not, but my aunt had it, and that's how we ended up watching the, uh, the Matrix Reloaded and the Matrix Revolutions because she um she, she had that and a bunch of like martial arts movies and sort of like the little clear sleeve things.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I did it a few, a couple of times, but only when I had like a free trial or something. Like there'd be a letter that come would, would come through. Like say I ordered, I think I ordered a DVD, and a few times there was enclosed like a free week with Netflix or a free month or something. So I'd like try and order some like some stuff, but I didn't like it because it was just too cumbersome. I didn't like this having to wait a few days for your post to arrive to watch a film, and then you'd have to send it back. I mean, I suppose now we take it for granted, everything's so instantaneous. But back then, to quote unquote stream a film, you had to wait a few days, (laughs) which was that's that's what it was at the time. Yeah, um, but fun fact, I don't know if you already know this, um Blockbuster was actually offered the chance to buy Netflix for not a lot. It was only it was a few million. Whereas now Netflix is worth like over you know quite a hundred billion or some crazy number. So Blockbuster could have bought Netflix for a really low amount. Um they obviously decided not to. And I mean you only have to look around and see where Blockbuster and Netflix are in the world to see who. <laughs> was smarter in that deal, I guess, but well, it's, like, right,
1: it's like it's like most things, really, isn't it? It's well, like, hindsight, yeah. It's,
0: yeah, it's just.
1: I mean, you always go oh, that will never be a thing, and then it's like, it is.
0: <laughs> but how cool would that be, though? Instead of like, if we were like to go onto Netflix, but we're actually going onto a blockbuster app, and it's like blue with the you know the yellow writing, and that's where all your films are. Like that'd be awesome. Like it, it's still blockbuster, but it's in your living room. I would have thought, I I always thought that would have been cool, but you know. Yeah, I mean, been?
1: weirdly enough, it's it's always the people who sort of like are kind of like thinking like two steps ahead that
0: kind of come up with the cool ideas. And, yeah, but uh, then sometimes those ideas are like it's like it comes too soon, and then it doesn't become successful. Like, yeah, really weird. I mean, you
1: you, are, you either started too early, started too late, or you start. Uh, but it's the very few that started just right. Yeah.
0: Yeah for sure and I think I mean I find that really interesting because there's quite a lot of streaming services out now and I know there's a lot of other ones that we probably don't know and they're probably the ones that came too late Um, but they're also probably with smaller companies but when we think of streaming we what I mean what are you subscribed to at the moment what let's start there What, what are your streaming services that you're either subscribed to or that you're logged into from other people's subscriptions because you're a fucking scrounge
1: well, I'm not a scound because I pay for <laughs> I I pay for Netflix and oh um, nice, <laughs> uh, my sister pays for Amazon
0: Prime. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's the way to do it. So those th- those are the two that you're on at the moment. Uh
1: yeah, but um to be fair, she, I mean she pays for Amazon Prime because she's like impatient and she wants like well it's all uh, about the free delivery isn't it? <laughs> delivery. It's like um having having being able to watch TV shows as a uh, nicer. Uh, byproduct of then then like the that. next day so
0: um, i'm i'm the same i pay for netflix and i have other people watch my you know I, I pay for basically the expensive netflix subscription where you can have four people watch it at once so i have three of uh, the uh, four that. screens
1: and stuff yeah, yeah yeah
0: so i have that but then i also have amazon prime but i don't pay for that one my setup pays for that one so i you know, I watch so we basically we're all sharing our log. So he shares my login for Netflix. I share his for Amazon Prime, and we're all kind of mixing. So we, everyone gets yeah. it, basically. Ho- hopefully, Amazon and Netflix don't hear
1: this and like change the rules that they've been. Well, I think I think
0: they're thinking of doing that, where you stop sharing login. I mean, Netflix before it was basically you could just send the login to anyone. Whereas now it's like you've got your dedicated accounts. I mean, that's, I guess you can still share the login, but. If you want to keep track of your own watch shows and you add your list and that, it helps to have your own account. Um, but yeah, so whatever. Um, so when these net streaming things kind of started out, it was all about just having stuff on there. Like I think Netflix, there were, original content wasn't really a thing when these started. I think when Netflix started, because that's the one that came out first or is the first popular one anyway, when Netflix started, it wasn't really this thing that had all this original content like i remember subscribing to netflix to watch dexter breaking bad um you know maybe a few smaller movies but it wasn't really this this thing that it was i mean what your like early memories of i guess subscribing to netflix and i mean what would you subscribe into it for um
1: well i think i subscribed to netflix either the tail end of the second year of uni or the start of the third year uni i think it's been so long ago
0: <laughs> i know it's been so long i mean i didn't even i mean I'm calling you a scrounge i wasn't even paying for netflix when i first found out what it was i borrowed the, the login from someone else i don't even remember who now it's that week like how long ago and then eventually after borrowing their login for so long i finally decided to get my own and that was kind of my first yeah subscription to to this kind of thing um but yeah, I mean, what what kind of shows were you watching in these early days? Well, um, funnily enough, I was
1: using it for I was you I I was using a VPN, so I was able to watch American Netflix. Oh
0: yes, I never uh, did
1: that. Um, so I was I was watching all the Cartoon Network shows. I was watching a whole ton
0: of uh. American like shows on the American one that you can get over here. Dude, American Netflix is so much better. Every time I go on holiday, I I log into Netflix wherever country I go to, and I see what's on there, and it's always better. It's so weird. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but yeah, I, I
1: was loving it. I was like, "Yep, I'm gonna watch all of this stuff," and I I, I was binge <laughs> I was binge watching like Big Bang Theory. I was binge watching. uh what else was I binge watching? Uh Big Bang Theory, Mad Men, uh, IT Crowd,
0: Metalocalypse, See, Invader Zim. Oh, nice. So you, you raise an interesting point there already, which I actually didn't even think to, to talk about, but we absolutely should. It's just binge watching this whole thing that I guess Netflix kind of introduced and then all these other streaming services. I mean, not every show... It, they you know when new shows come out generally on these streaming services they release the whole season rather than one episode a week not all the time but most of the time um and it's obviously completely changed how we consume series i mean where do you fall in this whole instant series binge versus weekly episode releases
1: um well i i tend to do a thing i mean i've i've, I've never been a massive binger but like what I tend to do is, like, I'll watch at most five episodes in a row, depending on the length.
0: I mean, that's a fair binge.
1: Um, no, but I, I mean, well, I mean, like, I'll, I might watch, like, say, uh, five episodes the- of, say, Big Bang Theory. That's like an hour and a half. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, so it's an so, hour and a half of content in a sitting, basically. Yeah.
1: So, I. Uh, whereas if i was watching say something like mad men I'd, I'd only watch like two because they're 40 minutes
0: see i i fall a kind of a bit of a mixture like if it's a new series and like it's it's hyped you know like something like i don't know stranger things or or whatever you know i might try and smash out the series in a few days or something but you know if it's an older series that i haven't yet got round to it's just nice to know that it's all there but then at the same time i do like weekly episode releases only sometimes like for some shows i don't really care for it because i can't be bothered um like the walking dead for example i've just stopped watching that now because i just can't be bothered for every week to watch it and it's just never ending but i do find like when game of thrones was um actually good um that you know you have the episode every week people spend the week talking about it predicting the next episode I do enjoy that side of the conversation where that's something you kind of lose when everything's all out straight away and obviously spoilers come out because someone's watched the series finale that night, whereas everyone else is kind of taking their time a little bit. So I guess socially it's probably more I don't know, different for I think socially in the in the, you know, Twitter and all this stuff it's a little bit different. (laughs) Yeah, because I mean, personally, it's you know, it's up to you how you want to consume it. Like, you can still watch an episode a week, but it's all about the conversation.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like when um, you, you know, the sort of like the water cooler talk. Uh, yeah, at exactly. Work. That's it's what was trying It's, to say. it's, it's always, always cool. like, oh, oh, did you catch the latest? Like, for example, like uh, when it was like Game of Thrones, and it was like once a week. it was like, oh, did you catch the latest episode of Game of Thrones? So I was like, yeah. It was like, oh, what did you think of this, that, these, and those? And you'd be able to have a conversation. Yeah. Whereas like if definitely. it was something like. Uh, Stranger Things or Orange is the New Black or something. they would be like, "Oh, did you watch? Um, where have you?" It's like, "Do you watch, or, like Stranger Things?" It was like, "Yeah."
0: It's like, i oh, you up episode... to without spoiling it?" it <laughs> it's like,
1: like, "Oh, I'm up to episode two. It's like, "Oh, you you haven't got to the uh, the good bits yet." Yeah,
0: <laughs> so yeah. Oh that's... man, I hate that. I hate when it's like, it's like you forget what episode some big event. And you're asking someone about the show. You're like, "Oh yeah, has has this character?" been here yet and they're like no and you're like oh okay i won't say anything more then and It's like these stupid conversations when no one wants to spoil anything for anyone um which is how it should be but even so um to talk about amazon obviously you mentioned the free delivery thing which is obviously a massive perk of subscribing to amazon i think that's where the bulk of amazon subscribers are because of that um But what I also find interesting about Amazon compared to Netflix is Amazon has obviously their free stuff that, you know, the originals and the things that are on Amazon Prime, blah, 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 blah. But then you've also got everything else on there that you can either pay for or you can rent. So in that way, you've got access to everything. But, you know, if you want to watch the latest movie that's just come out, you know, you can pay £2.50 and rent it for the night. So you've kind of got that within the service, which I think is really cool. Uh, yeah,
1: I mean that that is quite handy. I mean, I will I will say this: I was very, very like, I just started watching um, uh, Blackish on Amazon Prime. I was like, oh yes, I love the show; it's awesome. And I'm yeah. getting like two episodes away from the end of season one, and then they decided to pull it from Prime, and I was like, <laughs> that's that's harsh. I
0: was like. That's not fun. <laughs> Dude, that's weird. Like they need to start having. I think Netflix has kind of started doing this, but they need to have like a a thing on there that says when it's being removed or or like leaving Amazon Prime soon, just like yeah, something I mean, like that.
1: I mean, they'll they'll say on they'll say on like uh, news websites or something, but they don't. Know, yeah, say but, on
0: but that no they, one they goes actually on there, say no. it on
1: the services.
0: Yeah, just yeah. All you gotta do is have a little thing on there, like a tiny little thing, small print that says like available yeah, like a little, until
1: just have a little banner or something just be like leaving on you know 5th of december or something
0: yeah like now tv which is basically sky which um i subscribe to i mean it's kind of a streaming service i guess but um you know that says available and then it has a, a day countdown like available for 10 more days so it's like quite easy to track but yeah that that, that annoys me about these things and what also annoys me only with netflix is when it auto plays shows. I can't stand that man. Or auto plays trailers when you're just trying to like cycle through. If you like s- loiter on a title for too long, a trailer will start showing and it's the most You see
1: I am I'm, I'm still not sure if I like that or not because I'm like there are times when it's like cuz I'll hover over something and I'm like, "Oh, this looks kind of interesting. I want to see what it looks like."
0: I will admit, yes, that has roped me into a few shows, but sometimes when you just want to like take a bit of stock you don't want something just playing automatically i just need to control over it you know
1: i mean there have been instances where I, I have like um hovered over something and i've gone out of the room to say like grab a drink or like, grab some food or something and i have come back and i'm hearing this thing i was like wait what the hell is that what the hell is going on <laughs> and it was like oh it's just a trailer for that <laughs> random thing About i left it on i was like yeah. averted.
0: i think as these kind of pro um services have kind of evolved though there are some really valuable features that I think every single service needs to implement and I know that not all of them do because some of the things that I've subscribed to in the past like Crunchyroll they don't tend to do it right but like Netflix where you know it auto plays the next episode after five seconds you know when you finish one which is really good it tracks where you are on shows there's a whole like nice section saying continue watching so you can pick up the next episode Um, And what also Netflix does, that I don't find too many other shows do, that when the end credits on an episode commence, you can just quit the episode. And then when you come back, it's already got the next episode set up. Whereas some other ones, for some reason, only let you resume where you left off in the credits. And that really annoys me. Really gets on my nerves. I don't want to, like, come back and have to, like, cycle through menus just to go to the next episode. Because... It saved where I was left in the credits. That really pisses me off. That's a small gripe. Actually, no, that's a big gripe.
1: Yeah, that does. I mean, I I, I like the being able to sort of like come out of a uh, at the end of the credits sort of thing, and then like uh, you go back and it goes to the next episode. I do like that. Um, but I mean, th- there are there are some other things like like that that. I also prefer, like, I will gladly tout how Netflix's layout is so much, so much superior to a- Amazon's. Like, I agree. Yeah. Like, you... Although,
0: do you think that's because you've used the Netflix UI more? Do you think it's just a thing you're more familiar with?
1: No, I generally think it's because the, uh, the Amazon one just has a...
0: The Amazon one's just messy.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, you like, can't... It has things that
0: aren't on Prime, they are on Prime, but they're in the same sort of section.
1: You you also can't really, like, search for stuff, like, really well. No, you, like, can't. you, you, you can't. You don't really have, like, a good, like... Because um, on Netflix, you can go through movies and TV shows, and within that, you can do it by genre as well. So you can have documentary, you can have action, you can have comedy, romance, all that. And you can go through each film or tv show that is related to that genre whereas right. on netflix i mean on prime you don't have that you have to literally know what you want to watch and then put it in <laughs>
0: yeah yeah i find yeah to your point i find netflix is a much better thing to kind of just surf through to find something that kind of fits your mood whereas amazon you kind of need to go in and access it knowing kind of what you want to watch um I also think Netflix kind of highlights its shows more, whereas Netflix, um, oh, I'm getting all mixed up now, whereas Prime basically just kind of has them there. It's just like, yeah, this is the you know the new stuff. Here it is. Whereas Netflix has it like front and center. You log on to Netflix, that new thing that's just come out is right at the top in just really highlighted. And it's like, oh, sweet. You know, this is like a big event release. Um, I suppose that kind of segues this quite nicely, though, into like content. Um, which is obviously the most important thing for any service. Um, where I think I feel personally that we're at a point now where there's too much content, um, which I guess is a real first world problem. Um, <laughs> but but when you're someone like me and you get a bit OCD and you've kind of got to watch everything that's really good, it's just a bit too much and it gets a bit overwhelming. But you know,
1: I, I was gonna I was gonna say I was gonna like first world problem child. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was just like, oh, I'm just going to go listen to, like, Straight from the Path now, and just like, yep, <laughs> I'm going to listen to, to that. <laughs>
0: but, <laughs> but
1: I, I do agree you, with
0: me. Oh, go on. You, you carry on to your point first.
1: Uh, I was going to say, I was like, I do agree, because, I mean, there have been times where I've been like, I want to watch something, but I don't know what. And I'm like, I'll go through, like, Netflix for, like, 15 minutes trying to find, like, may- it's mainly perfect... films.
0: Yeah, it's mainly yeah.
1: films for me. Like, I, I'm like, I want to watch a film, but I don't know what sort of film. I'm like, I'm vibing... So- like a like a comedy, so I'll go into the comedy section. I'll scroll through like all of them, and I'll be like, "Well, I've seen that. I've seen that recently. I've seen that recently. I'm not really vibing that." Nah, 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 and and then like I'll I'm an hour about like five different choices. and yeah. By by the time I finally made the decision, it's like half ten. I'm like, "Well, I need to go to get bed in about half." <laughs> you didn't watch anything.
0: So, Dude, that so happens, just... That's happened to me so many times. Like the the worst thing is um, oh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, no, you make your list, don't you? You go through Netflix and you add things to your list that maybe you're not in the mood to watch now, but you'll be in the mood to watch like maybe tomorrow or in a few weeks. And then when it gets to that time, you don't watch what's on your list. You go through and add more things to your list or you watch something that you haven't added to your list because you know the list is there, the list is safe. The list will get watched eventually. I, I never watch anything on my list, man. If I'm going to watch something, it's something that I've never added or... I've just come across that night Maybe I mean that's just uh, me I,
1: I, I do there are some things that I put in I put on my watch later list because I'm like, oh that looks interesting but <laughs> I'm not gonna watch it now. I might watch it like <laughs> yes. tomorrow or in a couple of days or something
0: yeah yeah I've spent I've spent nights dude just adding things to my list not watched anything that night just adding things and then I spend another day removing things from the list because the list is too big and it's scaring me. It's too overwhelming. I need to trim it down. That's a, that's the process that's happened for me. I hope anyone that's listening that's done that write in because it'd be good to know I'm not the only one. But
1: oh, actually, that reminds me of something. I remember I was this was when I was still using a VPN to watch um like American stuff. I was watching the uh, Kirk Cobain uh, documentary uh, montage of Heck, oh, and Jesus Christ, that's a deep cut. <laughs> yeah, and, and um and eventually like. Uh Netflix kind of did this thing where it stopped you from using like a, a VPN. Right. Yep. So I was like, oh okay. And then about th- when when was this? Uh I wanna say about it was about two years ago. And then like I think earlier this year it popped off in my um to watch list. I was like why is this here and then i was like oh yeah i put that in here like when i was using a vpn like two three years ago
0: <laughs> yes so yeah i mean just to kind of continue on the point of content so obviously both services i mean all services we're not just talking about netflix and amazon although they are the two major ones so it's quite good to just contrast the two for now uh, before we get into some of the new guys that have entered the market but obviously originals that's kind of this key selling point for these things like gaming you know it's exclusives what can you only get on these services and that's why they get you to subscribe and then you obviously stay subscribed or you forget that you're subscribed but you're still paying the subscription which you know i'm sure that happens many times um so yeah i mean it's exclusive so netflix have obviously been doing that a long time they i mean i don't netflix spend a lot of money on exclusives man like i i i read sometimes that they're in debt but they're spending so much on content. It's like, but is that wise when you're in debt? Like, I don't really get it. I mean, I'm sure they wouldn't be risking going bankrupt, I guess. But if it well, was me, uh, if I was in debt, I wouldn't be spending money on things. But I mean, I don't get it. But
1: Well, well it's, the, it's the age old phrase, isn't it? You've got to spend money to make money.
0: I, I guess, mean, but you don't want to spend more than you make.
1: Yeah, but uh, I mean, how, how many people are going to be inter- going to be watching uh, The Witcher with uh, Henry Cavill in it?
0: Uh, well, that's very true. That's very true. And The Irishman, I think that movie cost like $100 million to make. And if that's not even coming to theatres, it's going straight to Netflix. So, but, you know, fine. I, I, I you know, I'm going to watch that. I'd much rather watch it at home than at the cinema, which is another thing we'll get into. But, um, I mean, what do you make of these original shows? I feel like, bar some kind of big HBO, I mean, bar, I suppose, Game of Thrones, other than that, I think... Pretty much every huge show that's kind of in the zeitgeist is a streaming service exclusive.
1: Um, yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, I, I don't. I'm looking at. It, I don't actually watch a lot of current TV shows, which is. Uh, <laughs> my I mean,
0: fault. I watch. A, I watch a quite a few, but I mean, again, a, a pretty much anything I watch. I mean, I suppose it's not an exclusive all the time. But when you think about the big shows that everyone kind of talks about at the moment, you know, Stranger Things is up there, obviously. Um, the Witches, hugely anticipated. Um, Amazon Prime's got some big ones. You know, The Marvelous Miss Maisel's really popular. That's a great show, by the way. Uh, the Man in High Castle, all this stuff. And uh, you see when the Emmys kind of come around that a lot of the nominees are from, you know, these streaming service exclusive shows. Um, I've tried to subscribe to the YouTube streaming one, just a quick side note, just so I could watch Cobra Kai. Um, but it's like, dude, it's like £15 a month £15 so, pounds a month? Yeah, dude, £15 a month To watch a few YouTube shows That, I mean, I only know Cobra Kai Which is still really good, but I don't know anything else It's not good enough to justify £15 a month Put it that way um, But yeah, it's way too expensive So I just like that. That's subscribe. nearly the price
1: of like two That's like nearly the price of like I know. Amazon and
0: Netflix I know, it's ridiculous I did, So I didn't even subscribe and eventually they released Cobra Kai for free Which is fucking awesome um, but yeah, just a side note there. That, I mean that, that is an example of how not to do a streaming service. You got to price it competitively, <laughs> and that on YouTube has done completely the wrong thing. Um, well, that, well, that, well, that's because of their like Google overlords, isn't it? Well, I guess. Oh, dude, YouTube's really annoying me at the moment. The amount of ads. Do you know what the most annoying thing in the world is? When an ad comes on YouTube and it says you can skip in ten seconds, but the ad is ten seconds long.
1: Oh, I hate
0: that. It's just it's so annoying. But where are where we? Streaming. Exclusives. So wh- who do you think has the best exclusives right now? I mean, Netflix, right?
1: Well, again, I don't watch like that many. But if I was going to go by what was available, it probably would be Netflix. I mean, I, I, I do have I do. I would like to watch uh, Stranger Things. At some point,
0: <laughs> Stranger Things is like your perfect thing. You like, you need to watch it. I know,
1: which is <laughs> which is why I, I I'm surprised I still haven't watched it. And like, and I, I mean, we're ha-
0: talking like we're com- com- talking about the two compete. I mean, they are competing, but I mean, we subscribe to both, so it's not like. But but some people, I guess, only subscribe to one at a time. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's got to be. It's all about which exclusive you like, and which ones are keeping you there. I guess. Um. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't even know what point to to make on that. It all kind of depends what your preferences are, I guess. I mean, Amazon's, I mean, I haven't watched too many Amazon shows, but Amazon has been making some big moves. Like they've got, you know, the Jack Ryan series with John Krasinski. They've spent something like $300 million to make a Lord of the Rings series, which is obviously going to be their massive flagship, product i guess it's lord of the rings it's a high budget series and only on amazon um so both services are spending a lot of a lot of money on content and not just series either you know they they're spending the the money on films um which i think kind of brings us to a really interesting point it's streaming services versus going to the cinema um and i feel like for for these kind of lower not you know, like these films that would, you know, they used to go go to the cinema, but they're not high budget. Like rom coms, that's a good example. Like rom coms don't really have a big cinema presence anymore because they kind of any studio that's making them, they're basically being purchased by Netflix and and being put on that platform because for the studio they ain't got to worry about making a loss, um, because to be honest, the movie's probably not going to make enough money now because of streaming services. So ironically, they end up on a streaming service um i mean what do you think
1: of that i mean i've got to agree with that because i mean i mean i actually as weird as it is because i mean i've only gone to the cinema like once since being back and back home (laughs) yeah yeah um which is when we saw terminator but at the same time i like going to the cinema because it kind of makes it feel that you know i've made it some sort of effort to go see something whereas yeah if i'm just yeah. like oh i'm just gonna like uh watch this thing on netflix it just kind of like devalues it in a bit
0: yeah and no, that's a really good point actually i really agree with that yeah you feel like the film you've made more of an effort to see a film if you go to the cinema and you kind of see it differently and you pay it maybe more attention and give it more i don't know thought i guess because you physically you have to make the effort to leave your house to go watch it uh, and you're obviously paying money to see it but i think i mean we, we've talked about this many times There, i mean i think what puts me off going to the cinema more so than the effort and the cost of it it's just the people it's going there and having the risk of someone talking or just being annoying, and it's so I just I can't take it. I, j- I can't take it. So that's the main thing that's put me off going to the cinema, rather than the advent of Netflix and Amazon Prime and and all that stuff. And I've said many times, if I could pay for an app that lets me watch a movie that's just come out of the cinema and just watch it at home, if I could pay twenty pounds or thirty pounds, the cost of two cinema tickets to watch the latest film at home i would probably do it um but that's just because i don't want to be around people (laughs) straight up it's i know it sounds really antisocial but people suck at the cinema they suck um i guess i've been
1: kind of lucky that um whenever i generally go to the cinema it's not like massively busy but there have been occasions where because um, I re- I remember I went to go see the Inbetweeners movie Like way back in the day Dude and... I was there, I went with you Oh crap okay, yeah. yeah
0: It was rammed Absolutely
1: rammed Yeah it was rammed and there was people talking And there were people just like Saying really annoying things and I was just like Oh dude just shut up Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I'm sort of like Lenient on talking Providing it's sort of like A quick sort of like quip or something
0: Yeah
1: Yeah but when you're constantly talking and they, and you're not even talking about the movie, it's just kind of like annoys me.
0: No, I know. I I went to see um a few weeks ago. I went to go see It Chapter Two, and there was this couple that that were there and no, dude, no word of a lie, they were conversing with each other for the whole movie, the whole movies, and it's two and a half hours long. They were just chatting. And it wasn't like they were whispering to each other either. They were talking to each other, like they're like they're out at a restaurant. So we decided to move a few rows forwards, just kind of not hear it as much because we were on the same row as them, and it was like re- it was too loud. And we could still hear them. It wasn't that it wasn't as bad, but it was bad enough because you knew it was there. And I, I couldn't believe it. They were just talking for the whole film, like. And you know, yes, I probably should have said something, but at the same time, it's like. Sometimes, if you say something... You, t- you say it to the wrong person. They're just going to make it worse. And I just didn't really want to deal with that. So you just kind of take it. Which is... I fucking hate myself for it. Um, but... And then, and then, like, the film... And then, like, 10 minutes... 20 minutes before the end of the film. Before the climax. They left. They spent two hours of a two and a half hour film talking. And then they left. They didn't even watch the end. I, w- I was... I mean, obviously, they hadn't watched the film, so who? Ca- why did they care about the end? But I was just like, why the fuck have you shown up? Oh! I yeah, I, can, I mean, that I is definitely... I could make a whole episode ranting about cinema guys, but that is exhibit A why I don't go to the cinema as much anymore. Horror films are the worst as well, because it's all about anticipation and tension, and you just get someone talking or laughing. And, oh, dude. Talk before my fucking brain explodes
1: um, but yeah I mean something I always thought was uh, like uh, something that uh, streaming
0: services I, I oh, thought yeah, was, streaming services that's what they episode said about
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, something I thought streaming services would do which was sort of like pivot off um, would be instead of having you, you know your straight to dvd movies or whatever i always i I was thinking that you know instead of going straight to dvd you'd like like you probably still get them on dvd and blu-ray and stuff like they go straight to dvd or whatever but you'd also get them like thrown onto like streaming services yeah yeah because that way you can get like
0: you can still have an audience for it well yeah for sure i think that's you know what I was kind of saying earlier, like with these kind of rom-coms that probably wouldn't be successful. Like, and you know, admittedly, some of them are straight to video quality, but you know, they come on Netflix. They have a bit of a push, and people watch them. Like, uh, you, this is like a really weird pull. But there was this movie that came out, I think, a couple years ago now, last Christmas, uh, Christmas 2017, I think it was, and it was this, it was this Netflix Christmas movie called The Christmas Prince, and it was the cheesiest lamest just bad rom-com that i've ever seen but because it was kind of netflix and it had kind of this little push it got a following and it was like this really popular kind of it was like this christmas event movie and it was just like really weird but it's like if this came out of the cinema no one would go see it it would get terrible reviews but because it came out on netflix it, it had a following, it had an audience and I feel like these that's what these services kind of do, they offer films that kind of probably wouldn't get the audience that some may or may not deserve in the cinema and it gives them like, it gives them, people watch them people talk about them um, and I think that's good because it means we get more films and people are more open to taking risks and kind of making these things because they know they're not going to lose money and they can just release it and you know, it doesn't hurt anyone's career. Um, like that, that Will Smith movie, Bright, that came out. I don't, did you see it? It was like this buddy cop. Movie. I I actually
1: liked it. Yeah, it was myself. decent.
0: But you know for a fact, if that film came at the cinema, it would flop.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, it, it was just too. It, it was just too weird for like a conventional movie going public. I mean, it's like, oh yeah, my uh, my cop partner is an orc. Um, <laughs> we, we we live. Um, I'm a so human. Beat Hi, the human. Um, elves live over there. It's just like it, it works sort of like in a, in a small scale sort of thing.
0: Yeah. But again, it's like that film wouldn't get made without kind of Netflix's money, I guess. I mean, I kind of feel bad for Netflix. They're just buying everything. There's like this joke on um, this is like this running joke that if any show gets made, Netflix will just buy it. And um, which is kind of true, I guess, judging by some of the things that you see on there, but um, yeah, for well, the most yeah, part, but, like, Well, I mean, like, they,
1: still, they still need people to, like, sort of, like, want to come back to them.
0: Well, yeah, it can't all be shit, can it? Because otherwise, yeah, people would just gonna be like, what the hell? You have to have so, some kind of level of quality.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, um, I remember there was um, rumblings about the whole stopping people from sharing, like, their logins and stuff. Yeah. And many people pointed out, because I think it was when Game of Thrones had finished. Over in America, um, um, the HBO streaming service lost, like, a ton of revenue once Game of Thrones had finished. Yeah, 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 that that makes sense. So, like, places like Netflix are trying to keep buying stuff to try and keep people enticed to stick
0: around. Yeah, so that when that one show ends, there's another eight shows that they can kind of pick up and carry on with yeah but it's like it's like chasing this just this never-ending thing of content though and that, that's like when you when you when you're like uh, well, like a lot of people i guess and you subscribe to all these things and you've got these new shows coming out that like just to be caught this it's just too much content and it's just it's a lot i wish i wish netflix would slow down instead of releasing like 10 new shows a week just maybe release two or three and then i can keep up but you know that you know, I mean I guess, I, guess you taste, could, I, guess.
1: I guess you could argue it's it's like back in like back in the day where you had all these different channels and they would have all these different shows and you would just basically pick and
0: choose what you wanted I guess yeah it's all individual tastes isn't it you need to have a selection of content for people with different tastes so that's why you've got to release like a lot of things but I guess I, I guess my problem is my da- my tastes are quite diverse so that I can kind of see and appeal to watch quite a lot of things. Um, but you know, that, that's, that's my problem, I guess. Um, so we've obviously got some new competitors coming into this space and they're not just any competitors. They're like two of the biggest companies in the world and that's Apple and Disney. So I don't know if you've had chance to do this yet, but I I mean, I have an iPhone, so I obviously connected to Apple ecosystem. I tried out the week trial of Apple TV plus. So I have a bit of hands-on experience with it. I've watched some of their shows. Um, so basically it's launching. It's got, it hasn't got a lot of content at launch. It's got about, oh, I don't know. I, I don't know the number, but the amount of shows on there is low. They've got the, the morning show which is like this thing with Jennifer Aniston, they've got C with Jason Momoa they've got a Hayley Seinfeld show and they've got like a, uh, like an astronaut program they've got an M. Night Shyamalan series coming out in a few days, so it's kind of really expensive high-end talent for these shows uh, but the episodes are coming out weekly so it's not all available like there, so it's not all there to binge, so their model is a bit different in that, it's weekly episodes uh, for some shows anyway but There's not a lot there, but what is there is good. But clearly, Apple are investing in original content for this service. Um, I mean, what do you think Apple kind of needs to do to have a foothold? And do you think they can? Um, Well,
1: I think what they're doing now is a good idea. So like having these sort of high profile uh, actors and actresses in their things and also uh, spacing it out. So they're releasing a new episode each week. Yeah, so that kind of makes people want to want to slash have to stick around to watch the shows.
0: Yeah, that's true. I think it's I think it's competitively priced as well. It's only four ninety nine a month, um, which is is that's nothing really. Um, and or
1: and and also, it um, Apple can sort of like afford to sort of like take a hit in terms of profits because yeah, I mean yeah. they do the iPhone so. <laughs>
0: Well this Obviously. is the thing as well you, you you get people in at 499 a month like Netflix is doing like you know in the past few years I've had a few emails from Netflix saying, oh we're increasing the price by a pound. you know you get people in at 499 and then in two three years, Apple's increased it a pound each time and all of a sudden you pay 999 a month but you haven't really noticed. So it's kind of getting people in at that low bar um, releasing shows every week so that they stick around because they want to see the next episode. And then kind of going from there, I guess. It's smart. Um, but if you do sign into Apple TV now, though, it is very barren. Like, there's ba- barely any shows there. Um, so, you know, we, whereas Netflix and Amazon, you go on there, you, you're bombarded with stuff. Um, in that in that way, it's quite, actually quite refreshing because it's, like, manageable. You can go in there and be like, I can probably watch everything that's here. Um, it's like,
1: I, I can, there's only a finite amount of things I can watch. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and then Disney this is kind of the big one I guess because Disney obviously the biggest company in the world, they own fucking everything um, and I think I don't think this is much of a stretch, I think it's even been confirmed Disney obviously bought Fox for 70 billion I think it was, 70 billion dollars and I think a reason for that purchase was just to have more content for Disney Plus um, well I mean when you think about it, I don't think I like Disney
1: actually own, like... Wait, what are they... They already own, like, a TV show, which is why um, there was some hoo-ha about them. Well, they have,
0: like... um, They own, I think, half of Hulu, which is, like, this US-exclusive streaming services. It's got shows like The Handmaid's Tale, which is actually really popular, really good. So they have kind of... half. They own half of that or something like that. So... But now Disney Plus is out there. It's kind of, like, this thing where you can watch both. But Hulu Plus is basically... No, I think I think Disney owns all of it now after purchase of Fox. I, I don't know, but basically Hulu is kind of this thing where Disney can release more mature content. So it's a it's an outlet for that, whereas Disney Plus is more family orientated I think that's kind of the difference between the two services now. Um, but obviously Disney Plus, you have from what I know, from what I see, you have access to the entire Disney library all of MCU, everything Marvel related. You've even got the fucking Spider-Man cartoons from the 90s on there. Oh, uh, that is glorious. I've so <laughs> <I> watched that. <laughs> and then you've got everything Star Wars related. So all of the Clone Wars, all, you know, every Star Wars thing. You've obviously got the new stuff, like the Mandalorian on there. Um, you know, the Fox stuff. You've got every episode of The Simpsons. You see, it's I'm actually stuff. quite, I'm actually loads quite stuff. surprised at that because,
1: uh, again, I'm fairly sure I read somewhere that they couldn't. I, I, I don't know if like they had to work out a deal or something, but I'm, I remember reading that they couldn't buy the TV di- division of Fox because that would have m- made it some sort of monopoly or something. I mean, again, yeah, I, they, I, they
0: got, they got a fair bit of it. I think they had to. Fox kept sports and news. I know that much. Um... But, yeah, I mean, they've got quite a few Fox shows, though. And then you, they've obviously had to release a lot of the Fox movies this year since the acquisition. It's really weird. Every single Fox movie that's released this year by Disney has flopped. Like, like uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix, <laughs> like all these things that Fox had in the pilot. No wonder, like, Fox are happy to sell because they had nothing, like, good. Um, well,
1: it was probably because it's probably because Fox were like, "Well, eh, who cares? We're we're
0: getting bought out by Disney. Who gives? <laughs> who yeah." <cares?"> who gives <laughs> <a shit? laughs> but I find Disney Plus really attractive. Like, I really want to subscribe to this one more so than the Apple one. Um, although I did enjoy the Apple shows I've watched, and I think when they add more, I might go back to it. But Disney Plus, like, obviously, all of the Disney stuffs and the Marvel stuffs, great, but it's the exclusive content that they're releasing on it that I really want to see like you know I follow quite a few Americans on Twitter and every week I see Mandalorian stuff and all, I'm missing it like I really want to watch it and then there's all these Marvel shows like I think Hawkeye and, and Scarlet Witch and Winter Soldier they're all getting their own shows I mean personally though I think that's too much I think that's too much MCU especially how they want to connect the series to the films but you know but well, I think they're. I think they're partly.
1: I think they're partly doing all these Disney Plus MCU shows to sort of like entice people to watch, well, subscribe. To, yeah, yeah. And I don't think uh, people have got um, MCU fatigue just
0: yet. No, I mean that's a sure way to give it though. Doing this this much stuff, but I oh, say well, that as someone I mean, who's we, going we to were watch them. All, about, we were talking so. about how. Um,
1: I mean, certainly for me, I'm, I am was saying I was like, I don't think I can be asked with anything MCU related anymore. No, I am. It's, like, of... it's like uh, Endgame was pretty much a, a nice bookend to it. Yeah. And yeah. I might watch something here and there, but I, I just cannot be asked. <laughs> I mean, too much I, stuff, I, man.
0: <laughs> I, I absolutely agree. I mean, I'm in the exact same boat. Oh, but it's I, like... I,
1: looked, I looked up to see how much um, a Blu-ray box set of pretty much uh from phase one to end game
0: was would cost yeah yeah it's gonna be about like 200 quid (laughs) did you have to do what i do just buy each one incrementally although i'm missing three mcu movies now which is absolutely killing me with my collection but um yeah i mean it's a lot of stuff disney's releasing um it's a lot of content for sure Um, And the fact that you can binge through like the animated X Men, Spider Man series, and Star Wars, and all this stuff, it it makes it even heavier. Um, But what I also find interesting, like, just they're doing these really cool things. Like, I don't know if you've seen a trailer for it, dude, but there's this this documentary series coming to Disney Plus, and it's called The World According to Jeff Goldblum. No. (laughs) And it's Jeff Goldblum just traveling the world and just doing stuff. You see, I can't tell if that's supposed to be some
1: sort of like weird joke thing or not.
0: <laughs> see, I don't know, man, but
1: it's Jeff Goldblum, so I'm in straight away. I will say this. Something I found out like literally a day or two ago, which I thought was quite interesting, is you know that they were supposed to be doing uh, a live-action Lady and the Tramp movie?
0: Yeah, well, that's on there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it was originally supposed to be um, going into the cinema, but they changed their mind and they've st- stuck it on a uh, Disney Plus instead. I which think, I think
0: I think that's smart because I don't think Lady and the Tramp is as popular now as I don't think it would have been a success. Basically, I, I mean, I, d-
1: smart. I, did, I did I did find it quite interesting because I mean, obviously, like they've been putting a load of effort into all these live action remakes, and I'm like, hmm, that's interesting that they're sticking. Lady, because lots of people like Lady in the Tramp.
0: Yeah, but you look at you look at the um, the Disney remakes that have been successful, and then you look at the ones that haven't, and the ones that haven't are basically uh, Dumbo, Christopher Robin, and Pete's Dragon, um, and all three are those are films that came out before this nineties renaissance. So it's like, I think movies like Lady in the Tramp maybe probably wouldn't be a big blockbuster. I think they're smart releases for a streaming service which i suppose gives disney the freedom to do that they can decide to release things on the service or in the cinema um true but what i also think is interesting is like obviously end game and all this stuff are going to be on disney plus but it's like so no one's going to buy it on blu-ray then i guess
1: um, so the blu-rays
0: they're basically abandoning blu-ray sales
1: no, I'm I'm fairly sure like you 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 will still get like physical like you will get people still buying like Blu-rays and DVDs you and think? even
0: I mean there's people like us that, that maybe you know, I'll still buy stuff because you know I like to collect things but you know are are the, are parents gonna buy their kids Frozen two on Blu-ray or are they just gonna subscribe them to Disney Plus where it comes out you know.
1: I mean, it is a, a like interesting like point because I mean, like so many people like don't ha- have either no like home video or anything or very minimal.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, because I mean, I know some people who like they either don't they either have no DVDs or Blu-rays, they either just stream everything or they've downloaded everything onto their computer
0: i mean well yeah i mean even me with like a, a, a quite a large connection of blu-rays like i i barely watch them to be honest like if i'm gonna watch a film i yeah any film that i own on blu-ray i've probably more recently watched it on a streaming service than i have actually made the effort to take out the blu-ray and put it in um which is really bad <laughs> but uh, it makes me question why i own them but i like owning them so well
1: um, I, I mean for me for, for definitely one reason why. I I own them. is because you never know when these things will get taken off. The machines take over. Well, that and also (laughs) uh, you never know when uh, the things will get taken off the streaming service. Because again, I remember um, when I was using uh, American Netflix, I was watching Mad Men and I was like having like the time of my life. I was like, oh, this is awesome. But then like I I couldn't watch it anymore. So, and then I was like, oh, it's not like UK Netflix. I was like, oh, so I was stuck. And then I ended up just buying buying it on DVD for like I think it was like 30 quid or something. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, and I mean, and then it came onto UK Netflix and I was watching it from that. And yes, um, <laughs> it's, it is kind of bad that I was watching it from like Netflix again instead of using the DVDs <laughs> I had. But I mean, there is the convenience of you can just basically like load up Netflix and then just kind of like watch it there without having to change you know dvds and stuff i know
0: i know but, but at the same things... time if oh, God, they
1: do take it off i've got the set right there and if i want to watch them i can watch them
0: yeah for sure i mean i think what's kind of interesting as well is like it most of the time you're not really compromising on quality like these streams are you know they're full hd you know they're really high quality there's not any lag it's not like it's it's worse watching them on these services than it is to the the blu-ray it's not like you it's like not hd or anything you know it's just as good most of the time i guess maybe the surround sound might be a little bit different and if you've got home cinema set up but nine times out of ten it's fine just streaming it um but you know there's something i find comforting in owning the physical media of a film you love and that's probably the main reason i buy the blu-rays now i make sure it's a film that i know i like
1: well, uh, I, th- I think this is um, this all like tie into when we talk about streaming and and games and stuff. For another point, but yeah. a- again, it's always to me, it's always like there's always that niggling feeling in the back of my head that it's like, well, the company that owns the rights to this could decide I don't want this on the streaming service anymore. I'm going to take it off.
0: Yeah, I mean, all it takes is one dodgy executive decision or some licensing thing, and then you lose access, I guess. I mean, that's a kind of whole kind of ownership versus keeping media alive. And there's a whole other debate to be had. But, I mean, I know we've gone on quite long. I know we've kind of covered a few points, but is there anything you want to kind of talk about or that we've kind of missed or skipped over? Or
1: um, Well, I want to say I like the convenience of having a streaming service i do love being able to use netflix and amazon prime and and all that sort of stuff but it can never fully replace actually owning a physical like physical media
0: yeah i agree because
1: um and i also
0: think overall it, it can't replace going to the cinema either overall but with caveats as we all know <laughs> yeah
1: well i mean I, I was gonna say i've i've got a couple of films which i'm fairly sure are very sort of a very niche but i mean I, I mean i i managed to watch iron sky on netflix a, quite a few years ago and i loved it because of the utterly ludicrous premise of space nazis and yeah. but then Again, it got it got taken off because I wanted to show my dad it because it was lush. I was just like oh let's watch this like space dancing movie it's hilarious, <laughs> but then it was like oh they've taken it off so I ended up having to go buy I ended up buying it on uh, Blu-ray because yeah. there was no other option. Well, yeah, for sure. I, I, And I I know now that bar you know somebody like smashing my my disc to to pieces, I've I've got that pretty much f- forever.
0: Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a point as well. I mean, these services, they don't have everything, at least not yet anyway, uh, even combined. like many times I've had a film in my head that's either been out a while or what, but I really want to watch it. and then they go through the rigmarole, you know, you go on each service, you type it in and hope it's there. And then you go through all of them, and eventually you don't find it, and it's like, oh, for fuck's sake!
1: Oh, oh, oh The find. worst kind is um, when I was hanging out, um, when I was living up in Leeds, and uh, I was around my friend Rich's house. We were planning on watching like all of the Austin Powers movies at some point. Yeah, and like the, I think the first two were on Netflix, and then the third one was on Now TV or something, or or, or something like that. And yeah. It's it's just stuff like that that is just quite annoying.
0: Yeah, like, I find that like. I've been wanting to um, rewatch South Park and it's like really weird there's like three seasons are on Sky another three seasons are on Netflix and then there's a few more ones on Amazon it's like what it's like but none of them have got all of it and I don't understand it <laughs> it's just like what the fuck um yeah but yeah everyone's I mean, paying for something i guess
1: i mean another thing i um i guess I wanted to say something about sort of like it kind of takes away the competitiveness in a way. How so? Like, not like massively, but especially if, like, if you've got all three, then it, it doesn't really, if you've got like all of them, it doesn't really matter. But I guess, um, for the, for, I guess it, you're still kind if you're not really into, like, say, Stranger Things, or Orange is a New Black, or whatever, uh, what, like, what has like Netflix got that you you would? Why would you want to part with, say, you know, ten pounds a month sort of thing? Yeah. Um, same thing with like uh, Amazon Prime, as well. It's like if you if you don't like any of the original stuff that they've got. Um, why, hypothetically, would you want to fork out ten pounds a month when you can say, I don't know, buy a particular film, for example?
0: For well, like... I guess that's, I guess that's why we still have these kind of third party things where Netflix paid so, like a ludicrous amount of money to have Friends on their form and. You know, I think, uh, yeah, to your point, like, you know, and then before Disney Plus came along, each service was paying a lot of money to get Disney and Marvel movies on there. So it all kind of, you know, these you are still going to need other things on there. But I think that a reason why these these services have transitioned to get original content is so that they don't have to just keep paying for shows. Like rather than pay, I don't know, Warner Brothers all the money for Friends, they can just make their own sitcom um and then just have all the money for it so it all kind of interweaves and i think that's why every service is kind of just throwing money at every single show and just getting all of this content too much content as we were saying to get to a point where eventually they can just have the platform just be closer to a hundred percent original stuff um, and I think that's probably where we'll, we'll see in five years. Netflix will probably be in five years, just all Netflix stuff. And then Amazon will be all Amazon stuff. And then there might be like a Warner Brothers streaming service or something by that point. Well, um,
1: I, I, I still reckon that like everybody's trying to get on, like trying to get uh, like all of like the streaming service money, despite the fact that there's only really like to me personally, I think Disney are the only ones that have gonna have, like, they're the only ones that are gonna
0: be huge for sure.
1: Yeah, they're the only ones out of the new batch which are gonna have any sort of, like, foot hold. Ch- chance of getting a foothold in yeah. because they've got a stupid amount of, like, stuff that they already own that. You know if you' if you want to watch Di- your favorite animated Disney movies you're gonna need Disney plus if you want to watch all the MCU movies you're gonna you're gonna have to wa- get Disney plus you want to watch all the sort of like fox related stuff that they've bought you're gonna have to get Disney plus yeah. it's whereas a lot of the other ones I, I feel are just sort of like oh we've got like five shows that people really like I don't think that's really enough to like build a sort of like platform around sort of thing no I, Again, Disney have like about uh, 80, 90, like going on like 90 years worth of like history and history and like content, which is good. Whereas, you know, you're going to try like, I mean, I know Apple have like that they're doing all these original shows, but you're going to need something familiar to get people to sort of like check it out sort of thing.
0: Yeah, for sure, and I think that's why they've invested so much name on uh, money on household names, I guess,
1: to yeah. kind of get
0: fans of Jennifer Aniston and Jason Momoa, get the fans of those actors in, I guess, um, at a lower price point. But you know, to your point, it's like it just all really d- just depends on just what people's tastes are, and there are it's just a weird convergence of shows and money and everyone's kind of getting things in but what's interesting about kind of disney it's just not it's not just offering all these things it's you know disney plus has got special features for their movies like it's got behind the scenes featurettes and all this stuff it's like it's a real complete package um i I did not i did not know that
1: that's yeah man i mean if if there is one i mean i don't watch like behind the scenes stuff a lot but I... i don't either but even the fact that
0: it's there is impressive
1: yeah, I mean, there have been times where I'm like, oh yeah, I re- I remember reading that uh there was this really in like the uh the Back to Future movies. I always re- I always remember I always end up watching the behind the scenes featurettes about how uh Eric Eric Stoltz uh Eric Stoltz was, yeah, 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 was yeah, my yeah. fly and it's always it's always quite interesting.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, I-, I do like what Amazon Prime does, is like when you pause the show, like it comes up like the names of the actors who are in that scene kind of pop up and then you can kind of go on their profile. I do like that. And there's kind of like some trivia, like things that kind of there. Um, so they do like kind of add an experience and stuff, you know, so so each one's kind of doing its own thing. Um, but, you know, as, as you were saying, like Disney definitely is going to be huge. Netflix and Amazon are already quite established. I mean, Netflix is fighting tooth and nail to stay relevant by paying a lot of money for content. Amazon's always going to have the free delivery thing on there, next day delivery. So that's always going to have subscribers just for that. Um, Apple's going in with. I don't. I really don't believe there's more, much more room than those. I think even Amazon and Netflix was too much. I think two more is really pushing it. I think a fifth, no chance. Um, but even if it is, I think services like like Sky and just cable. Aside from sports, I don't think I'm going to have any kind of place um, as we move into the future. Nah, no, I agree
1: with that. I mean... Yeah, I mean, people love their sports, but aside from that, there's not really...
0: Dude, I don't think I've watched normal TV in in years. I haven't, like, turned on live TV in years. I think i watched something... I
1: think the only times I ever watched like, and I, I I I say I watch normal TV like probably like a few times of the year. Like I I watched like the Big Fat Quiz of the Year and stuff. And even then, I'm fa- I'm fairly sure last year I ended up watching it on like 4D anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's weird, but yeah, I mean that. I mean, this is a long episode. we we've we've talked into a lot of stuff. I mean I don't really know what the, what our point is I guess but I mean it's I guess the point is streaming services have, have been good they're not really I find them to to have been a really good addition into how we consume entertainment an important addition and I think it's changed the way we do things and okay maybe for the worse in some areas but I think overall for the better um and I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. I guess that's my final my final thoughts on that. When I mean, we watch yours,
1: yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, I mean, they've definitely been an interesting take on how we consume media. Yes. And, and as and as to how it goes into the future, I mean, I guess that's. I guess we'll have to see. Really,
0: I guess we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I think when when Disney Plus becomes accessible in March here, I think that'll. I mean, I still don't get why, it, why it's yeah. taken
1: so long. But
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I as as we were saying, like they could have still released it just with not everything on there, um, but maybe that was too much work. I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> so streaming services. That's kind of this week's episode. We're going to do another one in the coming weeks, maybe next week even on kind of streaming services in relation to games, which would be a really interesting chat. Um, but yeah, I mean, until next time. Bye. See you guys.